yeah, I don't know why you haven't. <laughs> well, now that I know, now that I know that I might be able to like feel through two different membranes, some some shit on the other side. Uh, now you don't want to. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with unusual candor, humor, and deadpan delivery. We have an entertaining show planned for today with conversations about a husband coming too quickly, the prevalence of facials as a finale in porn, and a boyfriend's jealousy of his girlfriend's vibrator. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. You ready to go, Mike? Definitely ready to go. Okay, so I'll get things started in a moment here, but first a gentle reminder to rate and review the show and tell and to tell your friends about us and to send us feedback. The more negative the feedback, the better, since that's the most actionable. We still pay $10 for any feedback we receive at YMMVPod on Twitter or YMMVPod at gmail.com. You can also send questions for the show to those places if you're feeling intrepid. Okay, so I have a couple items for Patter here. Do you want to start with yours or do you want me to start with mine? Yeah, I know. I got something for you. Um, <clears throat> so you've you've been with uh, you've been in relationships before with women that had a much higher sex drive than you, correct? I have, yes. Okay, and <clears throat> so uh, I uh, know somebody who's in such a relationship right now, and in fact, his high sex drive uh, significant other is a listener, a regular listener now of the show, which is oh. nice to hear. Not surprising. I mean, we're maybe we sort of sex her up, and she knows who she is, and she's listening. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your. In patronage. any event. Yeah, definitely. So, so I'm going to give you a situation here, and I'm kind of curious how you would react to it. So, that, remember, this is in the context of like being around this woman a lot. Like, it's not like you see each other once a week, say you see each other four times a week, something like that. Okay. And, uh, you're sort of sleeping out over at her house or she's sleeping over at your house a lot. So it's, you know, pretty consistent kind of in the sex domain, given her high sex drive. Okay. So you're uh, in bed, you're watching a movie together. All right. And, uh, she really likes to, uh, masturbate. And so she's decided during, let's, let's assume it's not a porn. It's just a regular movie. And she's decided to masturbate during okay. the movie. Uh-huh. And she gives you the following, uh, potentially Hobson's choice. Can I just say Option one thing? One, Can I yeah, just go say ahead. one thing? I get really annoyed when I'm watching a movie and a partner initiates sex. Like, uh-oh, it's, it's fine, but like, if I wanted to watch a movie by myself, I would. Like, I kind of like watching movies with my significant under and, I, and other, and I want to share that experience with them. And if they start coming on to me during that, I feel like they haven't been paying attention to the items on the screen. What if now? I assume as a corollary to that, you never, you of course never come on to the woman that I you're mean, with during the movie. Okay, there are obviously times when. A movie is being put on just as a pretense for okay. not immediately jumping into sex. So if you're on like, you know, an early date and the person comes over to quote unquote, watch a movie, sure, you put a movie on, but you know, you're not going to get past the first act. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about, you know, a medium to long-term partner and, you know, you're a third of the way into Schindler's List and then they- Oh my goodness. <laughs> suddenly- for example, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just arguing by extremes on the other side here. Like, there are circumstances where initiating sex, I think, is is fairly inappropriate. You know, uh, that's a plot from a Seinfeld episode, right? I do know. Yeah, I okay, should have put yeah. something else, but yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of They're, options there for are they inappropriateness during Schindler's List? Are they making out? It's Jerry and his girlfriend. Right? They make out. Yes, they okay. they make because they haven't had an opportunity to be physical for some time. Because uh, his parents are living with him. Remember. His, his parents like are living that. with him in that episode. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Back to our listener. Okay. So you're given the following choice by your partner. Okay. So let's let's assume. Yeah. Let's assume somehow like this general issue you have is 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 not at the forefront. Although maybe that will color your response. So remember, she has her she has her bottom half naked, I assume. And, uh, she gives you the two options. Option one is that she, you can edge quote unquote, edge her pussy for the rest of the movie, meaning with your hands. So in other words, she wants you to manually stimulate her for the, for, for the remaining say hour of the movie or 30 minutes, some, somewhere between 30 minutes and an hour of the movie. At some, and then at, at the some, end, at some prescribed rate, not too much, not too little. Right. You're edging her, which, uh-huh. and by the way, like I, 
it's a little, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard many women asking for edging <laughs> right? Uh, no. generally, but okay. So she's, yeah, so she's asking for that or, and, and, and this is sort of presented as sort of maybe a less palatable alternative. It's put to you that, look, if you edge her, then when you have to go down on her or get to rather get to go down on her at the end of the movie, it will only take three to five minutes. Whereas if you do not, then this required optional, but required activity of going down on her after the movie will take 20 minutes. How would you react to such a scenario? And, and, and ask me any clarifying questions if you don't get it. Okay. So my choices are I can uh, half-heartedly finger her for the remaining, say, hour of the movie. Yeah. And of course, I, finger in this case, finger is an ambiguous term. When I think of finger, I think of penetratively. Obviously, we mean like uh, caressing sure, the, uh, the, sure. the clit. Massaging yeah. the clit. Right. All right. Exactly. Yes. Right. Um, half-heartedly is pretty... I, I can't, you know, I'm already getting a sense of your reaction here, but okay, go well, on. Yeah. It can't actually, it actually have heartedly is not right. It needs to be d- being done genuinely because the reason for doing this is that it is going to shorten the oral sex period after the movie. Is that right? Yes, that's right. That's, that's part of the, uh, the, the choice that's being put to you. How, how, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. So option one is, is an hour of fingering while watching a movie followed 30, by fo- 30 minutes to an hour sure. But yeah. all right followed by oral sex a short oral sex engagement or a lengthier oral sex engagement at the end of the movie right right and and of course like i'm interested in your feedback on just generally like the uh <laughs> it, i have some feelings about this but I'm, I'm interested generally in your feedback about like this general scenario that's being constructed by the the female partner here of like you're going to have you're going to be doing this, you know, this. Yeah. Well, I mean, ideally going down on your partner should not be a, uh, a punishment. Uh, it should be something that you, uh, yeah, it should, you want it to be something a little bit better than tolerable, tolerable. You want it to be uh, mildly enjoyable to outstanding. And this whole thing presumes that the oral, ge- oral sex is not, Less oral sex is better than more oral sex for the man. Like he for would, the, pref- well, okay, he would yeah, prefer that, yeah. to go down on her for less amount of time than more amount of time. Right. That is, that is part of it. That's kind of weird is that she's presupposed that. And so it's like, anyway, go on. It, it, it does leave a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth, so to speak that like you, when, when you hear <laughs> that, you're like, oh, well, isn't that supposed to be something I want to do? But yeah, let go on. Well, so that makes things a little bit muddy here. I'm not sure. If there is some reason why that would be the case, I mean, I guess it's not crazy. It, it's not insane. Like some men, maybe even most men, don't really enjoy oral sex, especially with longtime partners. Uh, certainly, some some plurality of men don't enjoy it, and so like less is better. But usually, people pretend they still enjoy it. So this whole thing is sort of weird. And so, are you asking me? Which I would choose, or whether I think this is a strange situation. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm asking your general feedback on the situation, and then I guess what you would what you would choose. Yeah, I would choose the longer oral sex thing. I'm I'm confident that I can enjoy oral sex and do it, and 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 get her to completion in a amount of time that would be to our uh, mutual satisfaction. And this is because you would find the activity while trying to focus on the movie irritating. Yes, you would, yes, and you I'm, wouldn't I'm try not to like multitasking bust, like that. You wouldn't try to like bust out of the cage here by like insisting that she uh, edge herself for tw- for for that period of time. <laughs> I mean, that would be the uh, the pro move here, right? Be like, you know, sorry, lady, you're gonna have to take care of yourself. I I I, I, ref, I refuse your I refuse your two choices and there is option three which is take care of yourself. Have you been with a partner before that so explicitly sort of set requirements before you in terms of performing oral on her? No, okay. no. I did date someone once. Um, we went on. I think we had three, maybe only two. No, I think we had three dates that involved sex and. She, I don't know what the right words here are. In the past, I've used words like insisted and required, but I don't know if those are right. Let me, 
let me say the thing and then we can discuss vocabulary. She required me to go down on her for 45 to 60 minutes. And she seemed to Before be enjoying it. Or at what point? Like what, what's, how, how is the requirement manifested? Well, I think what was going on is I'm used to people um, basically eventually tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you know, hey, good job. Let's do something else now. And this person, whenever I would try to move on to the next course, so to speak, would basically push me back down. (laughs) (laughs) And because this was like early days, I wasn't comfortable enough to say, you know, hey, what about me? Or, hey, my tongue's getting tired. Or, hey, this is ridiculous. Wow. And so- okay. Yeah, I I actually sort of noped out of that relationship because I was too afraid to have like the not even that hard conversation. I see. And so normally, th- this is the thing. I think this is the thing. Well, th- th- I was curious in uh, your take uh, in terms of having dealt with uh, or rather had the lovely experience of high higher libido partners in your life. That like perhaps I was curious if like you'd had the experience of like some kind of ins- insistence around this yeah. activity. It sounds like you largely have not, and that this is kind of an unusual request. I think there might be two things that have mitigated that for me. The first is I am a fairly obvious, like I, <laughs> I like to be a pleaser, and I think it's obvious that that's like a thing I think. And so to your point, you've made this point many times, I'll make it for you. I probably encourage, I probably cause some women to fake pleasure with me because they can sure. tell that that's really important to me. So I'll just make that point before you, before you make it yourself. Sure. But, uh, the second thing is, yeah, like, I don't think someone would feel like, oh, I need Keith to promise me that he's going to go down on me or else I worry I'm not going to get mine. Like, I don't think that's a concern that many women have with me. Like I'm generally willing to do whatever it takes or whatever they yeah modulo the fact that they might be faking the whole thing if they're not if they're like actually seeking their own orgasms i I think i create a space where they are comfortable saying what it is they want and don't need to like you know twist my arm to get me to do whatever yeah i think most men or many men maybe most uh fall into that kind of a category of like be yeah being interested in doing what what doing whatever is required however I think there's like an unu- a relatively unusual situation, and this gets like to the question of like kind of power dynamic. Like, you know, if you have a woman that has a vastly higher or an un- a very highly, un- a very unusually high sex drive, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think a man can then feel very put can can get to a point. Uh, I'm not saying anything specifically about the situation that I brought up, but like I, I can imagine a guy getting like kind of feeling put on put upon. Because it's like, just, just like, I mean, this sort of cultural stereotype is that women would feel that way. And so like the desire to please starts diminishing because you're just like, oh, it's, it starts to feel, it seemed like a chore. Like basically I would say the set of things that you, you might find on the, um, on some, uh, female dominated subreddit, right. Where it's like, oh, you know, he's expecting me to do this and this and this, and I, I'm not a robot. I can't just, uh, perform cunnilingus all, all day long. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think. Maybe women, as they get older, too, probably get more confident and comfortable expressing their sexual needs. And so they might be preempting any possibility of bad behavior from the man by getting some sort of handshake agreement on um, Interesting. the amount of cutting yeah. to be performed. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, this is a like, uh, yeah, given that option, I think I might choose the edging with a manually option, but that's probably because I don't like, I don't get as into movies as you do. Yeah. Um, what if it's a movie? <laughs> what if it's one of your favorite movies and you wanted to like share it with her? And now she's like, <laughs> you need to masturbate me <laughs> for the second and third acts. Like, look, to be fair a little though, bit like, insulting? like she's, she's to be not fair, respecting though. your experience. Yeah. But if, if it, if sure, but if it were, a. Uh, um, you know, the, the, the third date with someone you had not had sex with yet, like this would be an awesome situation, right? Yeah, be of like, course. Oh my goodness. But, yeah. uh, you know, I wouldn't put on my favorite movie and hope to, you know, emotionally and mentally bond over it in that circumstance. Fair, fair. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is like, right. There's just, I mean, this is like maybe, maybe a woman with a very high sex drive winds up like a man that she just needs to basically like cycle through men in the same way a man, uh, men are wont to do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Well, I had some patter too. I'll save it for the end in case we still have time, but maybe we right. should, we should, maybe we should do our, it's, we, you have a porn for us today. We haven't done. I do. Is this a video porn? It is. Okay, we haven't what done one of these. Picture? I don't know. Well, we haven't done a video porn in what feels like, I don't know, a month or something? Yes, it's been a while. Maybe uh, so we will have right in uh, and let us know. Right, we can put the um, the URL to this in the uh, show notes, as usual. Yeah. And uh, usually so we can follow along. Usually we talk about this a little bit before we start recording, but we haven't at all. Can I can I open this? Should I pause it immediately, or what are we doing here? Uh, you should. We can start at the beginning of it, I think, and just go through okay. the first minute or so. It, it becomes, I don't want to say repetitive, but uh, okay. Uh, it, it, you, there's no new, no new information gathered after about the first 45 seconds to a minute. Okay. I'm going to read the title here. The title is Nonstop Orgasms. Mr. Hankey's XXL Scimitar is Insane. Uh, yes, the XSL scimitar is a scimitar is a dildo of some kind. It is. It appears to be something that can attach to a hardwood floor, and then you lower yourself onto it. Okay, I'm ready to begin. Are you? Yes, I am. All right, I'm going to Count begin. Down. In three, two, one, starting. So yeah, it's a woman with a gigantic sort of dildo apparatus. It she's gigantic. now showing. Yeah, I mean, she's showing how it, it it basically reaches. She's she's kneeling on the floor, by the way, kneeling. She, she's basically her butt is touching the floor, but her knees are sort of spread, and her feet are behind her. This is she's important. She's showing how high it goes. Right on her torso, it goes all the way up to her breast. She's now Jesus. positioned herself above it, and she's sort of rubbing it against her. And she's now she's saying things like it's huge. She's lowering herself onto it, uh, <laughs> trying to at least, but it's clearly a little bit of a challenge. Interestingly, she's not looking at it. She's doing it by feel alone. She's maybe got the first third of it in, moving down a little more. Oh, my. Now, she gets about half of it in. It's pretty sturdy, uh, very wide. I mean, I'd say it's... What is this goop coming off of it? It's some sort of lubricant. I'm sure. And it's the, uh, the width of it is probably the width of a man's fist or something. And now yeah. she's sort of gyrating on it, moving up and down. She she never actually we've we've gone through a minute already. She okay. never actually manages to get. Does she any make more any more progress here? Okay, she doesn't. She doesn't. All right, it's let's just, pause then. Yeah, let's pause it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is a monster. I uh, is that? I mean, so how long would you say that is? Uh, I mean, it goes all the way from her crotch to her the between her breasts. Like so above I'm going to say breastbone. Like, yeah, maybe eighteen inches. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And if and yeah. if and if it turned out to be twenty two, I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly, uh, eighteen yeah, is an girth, underestimate, if anything. The growth at the bottom has got to be uh, maybe close to like a volleyball or something. Yeah, like in terms of yeah, it's it's so large that I can't actually imagine that fitting. The whole thing could not fit inside of a human. Uh, haven't you seen? I don't know if I've actually seen this or I've just seen. Videos described as is can't people get like a bowling pin inside of them or is that not actually done? But maybe. Well, I don't. I think this may be girthier than a bowling pin. You mean like the you mean butt first a bowling pin or do you literally mean the entire pin? Look, I've never investigated one of these videos, but I feel like I've seen you know thumbnail descriptions that say yeah, uh, it's, woman takes a whole bowling pin, and this is about not, yeah. this is if anything this is a little smaller than a bowling pin, I think. Yeah, that's probably right. I'm not sure about the girth, but you're probably right about that. I don't really know exactly what would happen to her body if she positioned it in such a way that she could slip and f- kind of go straight down onto it. Uh, I assume yeah. she's having to sort of hold herself up. Yeah, I would assume it would rupture some internal organ. Something like that, like some sort of really painful uh, outcome Yeah, uh, would, would happen there. She Throughout the rest of the video, it's four minutes long for those who want to watch it. Uh, it's um, 450. She, Okay, five minutes long. She uh, appears to be enjoying it a lot, and she does sort of angle her body to sort of rub kind of the front of the interior. She That's does, sort yeah. of believable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, is this something you would watch uh, while uh, pleasuring yourself, or is it a little too out there? 
No, this feels like a caricature of a person <laughs> masturbating. Like <laughs> this is like a anime tentacle porn come to life sort of. It's yes. preposterous. Now there are some hashtags on here, uh, the normal ones, you know, hashtag daddy, hashtag monster cock. Um, but then there's also long or hashtag long orgasm, hashtag intense orgasm, hashtag orgasm torture. Does she does she eventually quote unquote achieve orgasm in this video? She certainly uh, portrays herself as, as having one, but I, but I, I don't, uh, I don't give much credence to that personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is mostly like some sort of a performance for some particular uh, porn consumer audience category. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll be in the show notes for anyone who wants to check this out. I, I mean, the thing of note here, the the thing that's exceptional is this dildo is really unlike one that I've ever seen before. It's not made out of a hard material. It's compressible a bit and it's enormous. I want to actually look up uh, the price while you're moving on to get us some topics. Okay. Because it is made by Mr. Hanky's toys. Mr. Hanky, of course, oh, being the poop. The brand name. From, yes. So it looks like it's $130. Wow. That's expensive. If, yeah. It's just a piece of, uh, well, it's some sort of, space age material from nasa i don't know what that is <laughs> but it's 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 malleable a bit but not not so much as to not be useful uh, uh sorry i misspoke uh the extra extra large which is this one is actually 197 dollars and 95 cents as of this recording i i don't know with the uh, russian sanctions maybe it'll go up <laughs> right yeah that combined with and it actually has uh, so just, just so issues. people know actually just this is sort of interesting uh uh the circumference circumference right that's the way around not across the less lower IQ listeners is uh, 11.5 inches and near the base. And its overall length is actually 14 inches, 13.9. So we actually overestimate it slightly. Of course, there is a base. So maybe if you add the base, it gets up to around 18. <laughs> the sure. circumference near the top, they call it what they call the rim is eight and eight and three quarters inches. Uh, and it is lightly textured uh, throughout along with defined ridges and grooves. And if you'd like to buy a uh, it's not an advertisement, but man, this they've got some weird shit on MrHankeysToys.com. It's a good marketing copy there. Yes. It is grooved throughout. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's get to this husband who can't last. I have an opinion on this, and I, I wonder if you'll share it. So this person from Reddit says, husband cannot last. I'm starting to dread sex. Advice on how to broach this. I, 33-year-old female, and my husband, 33-year-old male, have been together since high school. We have a good relationship as far as being in love, getting along, and enjoying each other's company. Aw. But the sex is so bad, and it's just getting worse. That's too bad. When we were young, the sex was decent, although he would finish a bit prematurely. He always tried to make sure there was foreplay, etc. I would say that for the last five years or so, the sex has gone so far downhill that I don't even want to do it anymore. Every single time, it's no foreplay, straight to sex, and he finishes in less than a minute. I'm not being dramatic or exaggerating. Last night, for example, I was in the mood, so I initiated sex. There was about two minutes of kissing. He barely touched me anywhere. And then he came before he was even all the way in. Less than one pump. And it's like this often. Afterward, there was no sorry, no let's go again, nothing. He went to sleep. He expects me to give him head a few times a month, but I can count on one hand the amount of times he's gone down on me. He doesn't finger me because his arm cramps up. <laughs> That's in quotes. <laughs> I feel like a burden to him when it comes to this, and I know for a fact I'll never be sexually satisfied. I'm finding myself fantasizing about sex with random people. Like, what would it be like to be pleasured fully? I won't cheat and I won't leave. I love him very much. Something's got to give, though. In the past, he's been upset if I mentioned toys. I think he is embarrassed and feels threatened somehow. But I literally need, but I literally need to supplement with something because I cannot live this way much longer. How should I approach this? Hmm. So I know what's going on here, and I don't think she knows what's going on here. Oh, I don't know what's going on, so I'm excited to hear Okay. I think he's just not at all interested in having sex with her. And so it's not like a matter of like premature ejaculation. It's just that like he can't be bothered at all. And so every once in a while when she comes on to him, he'll, you know, he'll get an erection and then have a perfunctory half stroke. Uh, And then he comes and then he rolls over and goes to bed. Hang like, on, I don't, how could you how could you come that quickly if you weren't that like interested? I mean, wouldn't that I, those things don't seem to go together, right? Like I would Well, like, maybe he's faking. Let's assume he's not faking cuz 
yeah, let's assume they, that she knows that he mm-hmm. is actually ejaculating. Mm-hmm. You think you could do that if with someone you're not interested in? Okay. There could be. I mean, maybe he's really just not good at lasting generally. Yeah. But I think my guess is that like he just gets himself aroused somehow, maybe about thinking of someone else, whatever. And then like I think that she basically holds him hostage to have sex. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and can finish, you know, and just makes like a totally perfunctory effort and comes almost I mean, this is, it's hard for me to understand it that way because, like, okay, he must have, like, if you, you're, in my view, you're sort of flattening out the importance of the premature ejaculation. You're, Assuming that like, this is just, you know, this is the way he is. And therefore like, it's sort of not important to the situation for me. Like the only way that I could ever imagine having that happen would be something like not masturbating for extended period of time and then being with like a completely new partner that I was super excited about. And then I think in that situation, it's possible that in one stroke that I would have trouble holding back. Um, I see. Okay, so you okay, so you can't imagine a situation where you are only vaguely interested in someone and have this issue of orgasming too quickly. Like you think if yeah. you were if you were vaguely interested, you would you would struggle to orgasm, not have the issue where you're orgasming too quickly. That's right. I think I think basically like I would have to like I'm not sure exactly what sort of jive I'd have to do to to get there, but it would be a little bit trickier, right? I mean, like I'd have to yeah, I'd have to go through some mental machinations to to get myself there. And certainly it wouldn't be. I mean, I, yeah, like if it happens in one stroke, I mean, first of all, like she's probably exaggerating a little bit. Let's say, let's say it happens in under a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have to be something like, you know, in my mind, it's like, oh, this, you know, this is so pleasurable that it's like, I can't go on any longer easily. Um, I, although, although it is true that I, like, I mean, okay, go on. Yeah. I think there's a window in the first minute where... Hmm. If you're being maximally selfish and just trying to orgasm, you can, you can get there. So when you say a window in the first minute, do you mean, are you assuming no other activities taking place? No other like blow or anything like that? And you're and you just do start <sighs> yeah. PIV or do you mean that like, let's say like she's giving you a bit of a hand job, a blow job, and then you move on to PIV, yeah. like which, which is it? When does the minute start? I mean, she says that there was absolutely zero foreplay here, but uh, assume you're, the minute starts, the minute starts on initial penetration, but you are fully aroused and fully erect when the initial penetration occurs. Yeah. So we've talked about this before that like the, so I, I tend to, yeah, you're making a good argument here, Keith. Like there, it is in my experience like that. Yes, there is a period of time there and it, uh, it's a combination of that. It's an, a sensation that you haven't, that, you know, it's a novel sensation, at least in the, you know, that day, (laughs) presumably. And, uh, that there's like a little less lubrication right at the beginning, which makes it a little more, uh, stimulative. And so, yeah, I mean, I could see that, but you, yeah, you really have to be on the ball. Like sometimes he would fail, right? Sometimes. And then he'd get in a minute too, you know, (laughs) and it's like, oh shit. Maybe I think, I mean, look, I think the polite gentleman just pushes through that first minute and like, if if he feels himself getting close to orgasm, you know, in those in those first few strokes, he just you know pauses or moves in a way that he's less stimulated. But this guy is like, forget that noise. I don't want to be here in the first place. She's forcing me to have sex, basically. And so, yeah, he he has like those guardrails are not there for him. Hmm. Yeah. So he so you, your view is there's something else going on in the situation that causes him to want to make sex as unfulfilling for her as possible. He's doing it on purpose, in other words. Yeah. Or he's just so uninterested that he doesn't care or think about her emotional experience. Like I don't. Here's what I don't think is going on. I don't think he's so aroused by her, and that he's having like premature ejaculation every time they have sex. And that if he just gets the right lotion or cream that desensitizes him, all their problems will be solved, which is what a lot of the comments say here. I do not think well, that's don't, what's going on. But isn't, I mean, couldn't it, so I, I don't, I've never had this problem uh, or this situation, this type of situation. So it's a little hard. I, it's, it's all theoretical for me, but couldn't you at least in theory imagine a situation where a guy, this happens every time. And so because of that, his interest in sex has waned, 
you know, like the, the, the causation going the other way from the way you, you're, you're, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I haven't read the comments on the thread, but it sounds like yeah. that's the direction that the kind of wussed out people on the sex subreddit are going, uh, pretty typical for them. Um, that's, it seems plausible at least that like he's, he, uh, yeah. I mean, basically he's like lost his appetite for sex because this always happens. He's like, Oh, it happened again. And I have read, you know, various things written by guys where they're extremely frustrated over this phenomenon and it basically causes them to like dread sex. Oh yeah. I don't totally understand why if I should say as a core an addendum, uh, because I don't think the, unless he has some problem with like, and I could see this with like sloppy seconds in his own semen. <laughs> uh, I don't totally understand why, because it's like, okay, then just nut and then do other things for, you know, yeah. And then just do it again. Like, and I don't believe that a guy can nut in one, you know, in one minute, five times in a day. Like, you know what I mean? So that's a little hard to understand. Yeah. I mean, look, there's various suggestions here, people, but yeah, I mean, I think this person says it, the numbing creams and the cock rings and the edging recommendations you're getting are no fix for the fundamental lack of interest about your pleasure on his part. Like, (laughs) I don't think he has some sort of physical issue. He may have some sort of physical issue here, right? Like he may struggle with premature coming. But there are ways to deal with that. There are desensitizing lotions. You can have sex multiple times. You can uh, go down on her. You can finger her more. Like there's just various things you can do. And he's not showing any interest in any of those things. And so my guess is that he's just trying to get things over with as quickly as possible. Yeah. But there is sort of like a devil's uncanny valley here, right? Of like, I mean, you, you are speaking as a man who is circumcised and that might reduce your sensitivity who masturbates between three and eight times a day <laughs> between us. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, three and quite, 10 million times a day. Yeah. <laughs> quite regularly. And, uh, you know, and uh, may, uh, and also like has a normal kind of uh post nut clarity, uh, refractory period experience. Like I can imagine a guy that's like on the other side of those, all those sort of quadrants, right. That has like, is uncircumcised, so has maybe a very oh no, yeah, uncircumcised, so maybe more stimulating, more sensation. Who doesn't masturbate for whatever reason very much? So uh-huh. then, like when he does have sex, like it's extremely stimulating. And then on top of that, has like an extreme post nut clarity experience. So that way, like for him, sex this I could I bet this happens. In other words, that there's some men for whom like yeah, they basically have the orgasm in thirty seconds, and then like they're done for like four hours. <laughs> And it's just such a drag. They're like, and it always happens. And like, the thing is they can't get an erection for four more hours. And the, and like you say, oh, well, you can just have outer course or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but I don't want to because yeah, women I sort think, of gross me out after that. I think such men, to the extent that they exist, have to work on outer course before they orgasm more. Or they could just go get circumcised. Sure. And- or use lotions or whatever. Right. Exactly. Like there's things you can do so that you don't orgasm in 90 seconds or less. It would be like interesting to, to want talk to do it. To... I mean, you have to want to do it. And you know, a lot of people get lazy. I think it'd be interesting to talk to one of these premature, uh, ejaculator guys. I don't want to hear. I never, I never no man. You know, like, I don't want to hear. Well, people listen to this show. So they obviously want to hear some kind of details and, and our audience is like 80% men. Yeah, if someone wants to like come on, not. we can, uh, you know, we can change their voice or something and use a use a pseudonym. That's true. They might right exactly. They might not want to uh, reveal their <laughs> premature ejaculator status. We've had similar issue finding people with micro penises. Right. Nobody wants to be, you know, John the guy with the micro penis. That's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, these sort of these sort of male defects are tricky to tricky to get. But yeah, it would be I, I have so little exposure and I've never talked to just like I've never talked to somebody who said, yeah, man, I got a micro penis. Like I've never talked to somebody. But you know, like, I mean, I'm sure if I looked up the stats, it's like 5%, 10% of the male population says they have this situation. Women in general seem to have experience with this. And I know like one of the tropes that women have on the sex subreddit is, oh, it's uh, when the guy comes quickly, you know, you should be proud of yourself. Because that means he's that excited. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that a lot. I mean, you see that, but I mean, it's that's presuming that it happens every so often, not every single time. And the woman basically right. is, it, that's uh, that's ascribing agency someplace where there could be, but that is not Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor is that the person has a problem. Wait, but you, hang on. So you think that 
This is interesting. So you differ with that. You think that even in like the occasional or let's say the first, like say second, third date situation where a guy comes really quickly, it's not because like he's just, the woman's just that hot and he's excited. You think it's just that he has a problem? I don't know if I think it's a, Hmm. okay. All right. So, so, all right. So we're, we're setting up our, our uh, Bayesian things here. Okay. So the person, this is a second date. This is the, Let's say this is the first time sure. they're having sex and the guy comes in 30 seconds or less. What is the most likely cause of, of that? Is it because he's so excited about the woman or is it because he generally is a premature ejaculator? Uh, I think you're probably right. In that particular case, it is most likely that it is he is particularly excited or nervous or out of his normal realm of control. Actually, when you went through that, though, you started persuading me the other direction, even though your, your conclusion <laughs> we was where up. it was because we did, because I think about it and I think to myself, well, but wouldn't the guy want to, like oh, he wouldn't, he really wouldn't want point. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The man is highly motivated, high, like more than in any other sexual encounter motivated to try to, you know, be as impressive as possible. Yeah. He just, well, I mean, he wants to at least be normal, right? So it's like, you want to, yeah. yeah, impressive. I guess that's a good word. Like, yeah, he wants to do a good job. Huh. And if he comes early, given that, then that makes it, yeah, more likely that he has no control. I don't know, man. I don't know. Should we move on? Yes. Okay. Why does everyone seem to be so hung up on coming on the woman's face in porn? <laughs> really, what is the deal with facials? Are there any guys for whom this is this really is a thing, or is it just something that the porn industry came up with? Do any women actually like receiving them? Come messes up your hair, and it is effing annoying if it gets into your eye. So, I agree with this woman. I strongly suspect that getting cum on your face means that. It basically means that you must take a shower. There's no way to like stop it from getting into annoying orifices or your eye or your hair. Sure. And so it is an imposition. So a woman enjoying receiving a facial, she has to enjoy it more than the annoying imposition of the after cleaning. And well, I mean, it's, but it's, it's in both direct, first of all, okay, this is obviously a woman asking the question. Yes. Um, and I like her supposition that the porn industry is like innovating. I mean, there's probably some amount of innovation there, but I, I don't, I think the innovation probably porn industry probably is like, they're sort of like a hip hop music. They're, they're just like going to the streets and seeing what people are doing and then, and then sampling it. Right. They're not, they're not, they're not necessarily coming up with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, or, or, uh, yeah. So, 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 uh, it's to my, in my view, it's like completely psychological, right? So it's like, the reason the guy likes it is because uh, of this thing he's done to the woman, uh, right? Same. Well, there's a there's a variety of ways in which guys find that compelling, and the reason the yeah. woman likes it is the same thing in reverse, right? It's like, oh, like he he did this nasty thing to me, like in the same way that, yeah. like, notwithstanding, like, um, your girlfriend's uh, um, claims about enjoying anal physically. Uh-huh. I, I know that that's a, I know that's like a, a, a thing and fine, whatever. Like there's some amount of physical enjoyment. I think that like the clear main part of the enjoyment of anal for women is just some guys fucking you in the ass, which is like a power play. It's like, he's, he's so powerful. You're so weak. Yeah. You're being it's dominated. Sub- yeah. It's submissive and they're delivering pleasure in a different way to the man. Uh, there's a comment here yes. that I think is a Basically synopsizing what you just said, uh, this man says, that was never appealing to me. It is now. Recently, I had a new partner with whom sex is awesome. We both wanted me to come in her mouth, but it's very rare for me to come from blowjobs. So once I was fucking her, she asked me to stop and come in her mouth. It made me so horny. I rushed to remove the condom, but I couldn't delay my orgasm. And while I was moving toward her mouth, I shot all over her tits, face, and hairs. Hairs. That's... Almost sounds Eastern European construction. It was quite messy, but also the result of too much pleasure, excitation, and spontaneity. So now for both of us, we associate that with this great memory and we like to do it from (laughs) time to time. It's really not something we would have been into before that event. So yeah, I think for the woman, it's it's a very clear, obvious physical manifestation of how excited the man is 
to be with you. And whether that's rational or not, we can debate, but I think that is what they're Okay, but hang on. That's feeling. like there's two there's two different things here, right? There's like oh uh, you know, you, you, you're so into me, but there's another one, which is like, you've dominated me. And those are actually like sort of distinct, I think. Okay. I agree. Well, okay. Oof. I think Do getting, I, I think the getting a facial is more the latter. <laughs> it's it, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You're okay. You're drawing a line between enjoying being dominated and enjoying giving physical pleasure. Yes. Can you say a little bit more about that? Like I would expect those to be fairly related. Like the reason sure. why they enjoy the feeling of being dominated is because they know how much the man is enjoying it, is enjoying doing I, the dominating. I wouldn't rule that out as a possibility by any means. I think that's mm-hmm. possible. However, I also think I, 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 I think I know this intuitively. I, I don't, I, like I, I can't give you a specific example of like a thing I've read or something like that, but but I feel like I know intuitively that uh, people can find people frequently find kind of demeaning, degrading, kind of uh, submissive situations compelling that do not involve the other person getting gratification, meaning the dominant person getting gratification. It would be anything from like the sort of typical trope of like the woman who's like tied up to something and getting flogged. I mean, the guy's getting nothing out of that, but also like there's just a lot of sort of degradation, tying up kind of, you know, you're my slave kind of play. That's like not, yeah, where there's no like pleasure being exchanged exactly, right? It's just that yeah. like you you get into this mental space that you really enjoy, probably because you were molested uh, or, or some <laughs> some such thing. I mean, there's something that happened to you that, that you're, you're, you're uh-huh. uh, soothing, you're soothing or maybe touching in your brain. No, Mike, yeah. Mike, the, the, the woke police would be quick to point out that enjoying having the shit beat out of you has nothing to do with that. It could just be totally normal. Well, anything's possible. And it, well, normal is a loaded word. I mean, anything's possible. Uh, so sure. Are, are there people that have had like no negative experiences in their life, which, in, which in and of itself could be weird, right? Having such a boring life. Right. But are, you know, are there people where there's no traceable event in their, in their background? Sure. Of course there are, there are. However, uh, the, the, the moderate amount of reading, reading I've done on this subject suggests to me that like, there is a strong correlation between some kind of, uh, past trauma and this stuff. And like, yes, yeah, you can basically say that doesn't matter. A woke person can ignore that, but it's like, yeah, that's, the, this is the problem with the sort of idea of like, let's never have any stereotypes of anything is like, well, then how do you do anything? It's, it's sort of anti-science on some level. Well, and how do you, saying, ad- oh, well, you know, yeah. How yeah. do you create reforms and address problems if you're dishonest about the realities and patterns? Or uh, if you say the, rea- or if you say the patterns don't matter, like you say, oh, may- maybe there's a pattern there, but we have to ignore it in all cases. You go, well, okay, well then how do we like, for example, does like the fact that kids who go to school are able to get better jobs and kids don't go to school. Can you, does that correlation matter? Or you just say, look, there's no point in having schools, you know, these sorts of right. things. Right. Uh, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> oh, we we're talking about, uh, facials. about facials. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, why people enjoy them. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I mean the, look, I, the, yeah. this part almost goes without saying the reason why it's so popular in porn is you can't see yeah, you can't see the cum shot when the man is inside of the woman. And, you know, oftentimes when the man does come inside the woman in a porn shot, they'll like pull out like before they're finished coming. So they'll like come a little bit on the woman's belly or tits after, you know, they've begun inside of her or the woman will like dramatically squeeze the semen out of herself. So it's like, you know, dripping down after right? they're, they're trying to give the viewer a visual representation of uh, of the cum, but uh, with a facial, yeah, you can absolutely see it, and it has the bonus of being sort of demeaning, which is a thing a lot of men yeah, like. The cum squeezing out thing reminds me of this question that I saw posted. I, I don't have the specific uh, text of it, okay, but it was but- a a girl. It might have been on TikTok, actually. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm glad you're getting uh, into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a girl's asking, you know, when a guy fingers her, can he feel poop? 
wait, in her asshole or in her vagina? No, he's fingering her vagina. But the question is, can he like sort of turn his fingers around and feel poop? Like let's say there's some oh, if amount her colon of- was really full. Yeah, or a rectum or whatever, some small amount of poop in there. And I think the answer is yes, right? Sorry, just <laughs> I've been made fun of by my brother-in-law, who is a doctor, and he said that oftentimes our episodes have you explaining anatomy to to me in a way that is that I should be sort of embarrassed about. But anyway, here we are again. Is the rectum the bottom <laughs> of the colon? I'm uh, I'm wondering. Uh, let me know if he if he if if there's something like flagrantly wrong that I say too. I, I, so far, I, I think you've been okay. But yeah, okay, good, good. Uh, yeah. So the the so uh, I, I don't know his name. Let's uh, just call him John. So John, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm right in saying this that like the the uh, the areas of your um, butt uh, lower <laughs> intestine thing going inward, it's anus and then rectum and then colon and there are various parts of the colon. There's like the sigmoid and ascending colon but that's like my knowledge my anatomy knowledge is not that strong there so i so rectum the reason i said rectum to to be more precise was that yeah that's like the storage chamber just before the poop comes out of your anus and the reason why that would be relevant in this case is that like yeah that's like if you were kind of caressing toward the backside of a woman's vagina for whatever reason Uh you know the thing between there and like her tailbone would be her rectum right and so that's like if there was some stuff in there you would feel that yeah I don't think I could. No, you definitely could. Uh, sorry. Really? So the answer to the question is going to be yes, you can. Uh, in the TikTok Have commenters. You? Yeah, for sure. Whoa. I normally am bending my fingers around to reach the G spot. And so this would be using the pads of my fingers to explore an area that I've that I have, but have not extensively explored. Yeah, I don't know why you haven't. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Now so, that I yeah, know, so, now that I know that I might be able to like feel through two different membranes, some some shit on the other side. Uh, now you don't want to. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really looking to do that in the first place, and now now I'm a little afraid. I mean, look, there's like there's a fair amount of access in there. I mean, I'm sure you. Uh, and let me just before I even say this next sentence, I don't condone or support anything I'm about to say. Or any of the the actions that I'm about to describe, but the the uh, uh, coach of the uh, U.S. gymnastics team, who I think is in prison now, yeah, Larry uh, Hester. Cl- he wasn't the coach; guy, he, he was the, uh, the, the physical the physical trainer, therapist. Maybe. Yeah, good correction there. Yeah, so he his whole deal was he was claiming that he could, you know, on the sides basically get to muscles or tendons or something yes. through the vagina, right? And that's not like this is not something that I've. <laughs> Look, first of all, he was like convicted, and, so I don't want to. I don't want to go there. We, we've we've made it fifty six episodes and not been canceled. And here is where Mike defends Larry Nasser. Go ahead. I'm not going to defend him <laughs> at all. I'm just going to say that I'm going to say that like I I wouldn't be surprised to find out that there's some at least theoretical argument that you could reach that anatomy that way. Now, could you reach it? Is that appropriate? Is it whatever? I don't know. I I mean, he was convicted, so I assume no. However. Like, yeah, I mean, so and this is all just in service of the thing of like, yeah, Keith, like you should get curious. Don't just, you know, you should, you should try the left, the right, the back, see what you can reach. Right. Okay. You know, be my, be my own Marco Polo or Ferdinand Magellan plumbing the depths of you never, I mean, of the to, vagina. To be fair, it's possible. I mean, it's certainly most likely that you're going to generate pleasure uh, in the area you've been seeking it. But, but are, there are women that report pleasure, for example, in the, uh, Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. Now that I know you're, uh, you're, you're being you're, judged uh, on your anatomical. Anatom- I know there's a, there's a thing called like the anterior fornix or something, which is like you know you have the cervix kind of at the back there, and then around it you can sort of like there are various like pockets that you can sort of push on, and there are women that purport to receive pleasure from that area, and so you know you can push around and see if there's an area that she finds particularly pleasurable. You know, it's it's much less likely, I think, than the obvious areas. Huh. So. Okay. Something for me to look into. So my shower curtain is a world map, and consequently, I'm quite good at naming all the countries and knowing where countries are geographically related to each other. Maybe I should switch it to like, you know, one of those <laughs> posters you see in the gynecologist's office where it's a poster of a vagina, so that I can come armed with more information for the show. Yes, it's yeah. a good idea. It would also really, uh, it, would, it wouldn't creep out uh, female guests at all. No. no. Like just, just a gynecological anatomy <laughs> on your shower curtain. Yeah. I mean, don't some, don't some, you know, 
American psycho types have nudes of women all over their apartment, and that's supposed to be somewhat intriguing for women in some way. I think that they would. I think that in. I have to think that in the situation where a woman is um, first coming to a man's apartment, that things like that, anything amiss is going to be magnified like ten times. Anything like this, I've got to think, <laughs> is going to get them to come much come pretty close to noping out. I, I'm sure this is right. Like, like when you have a, a lovely young lady visiting your apartment for the first time, I assume you are pretty careful about like making it pretty neutral, like just normal, right? That's your goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah take down all the pictures of ex-girlfriends. <laughs> well, not just that, but like you certainly wouldn't want to have like a speculum lying around or something. <laughs> right. Which I normally do. So that's important too. Or like a put away. Yeah. Or like a, a pink butt plug or whatever you and your girlfriend get up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, speaking of, you're like, Hey, Hey, now mine's blue. Like, speaking on, yeah. of things to be used on or around female genitalia. This person says, is my vibrator that, okay, let me try this. Is my vibrator really that scary? So me and my partner have been a bit slow in the bedroom lately, and I started to take matters into my own hands when he wasn't around since I'm always horny. Fast forward to last night, and we slowly did the shortest amount of foreplay before he tries to jump on top of me. I stopped him and asked him to play with me with the toy, and he freaks the fuck out. He starts telling me I'm awful for wanting a toy over his dick. Are all guys scared of toys, or is it just him? Thankfully, he's at work today and I'm home alone. (laughs) Smiley face. I don't think it is irrational for men to be a little bit jealous of a vibrator. Now, there's nothing they can do about it. They should just (laughs) face the facts and understand the reality that vibrators are extremely effective at delivering orgasms but I don't think it's irrational to be like a little emasculated by it. You know, I think it's a little irrational because it's like, I mean, first of all, for at the, uh, the top of the show, we had this conversation about the uh, 30 to 30 minute to an hour edging session. A vibrator could easily cut that down to like three to five minutes. No, 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 no. The easily. whole point, the whole point was for her to be edged. I think I, so I that, know so that it would shorten the oral engagement after the credits rolled. Sure. But like, I don't know that that's true. That's true. But I'm saying just in general, like uh, something we didn't bring up in that, in the context of that was a vibrator because like that could alleviate. I mean, it's actually, that could could save this friend's manual. His, his hand could get fatigued in this 45 minute long edging. Well, there's another piece to it, which is that like either the person in question is not a vibrator person, but, but she is. Uh, so let's just knowing that she is, uh, I don't think she would mind me saying that. Um, the, the, uh, then like there's, there's almost like a dominant submission thing here. Like, no, no, I'm not going to use this. So this is the opposite. I'm not going to use the vibrator. You're going to have to use your fingers, little man. Uh, and so it's, it's actually yeah. the opposite of what you're saying. She's um, opposing that. Right. So it's emasculate. He's, she's emasculating by more making him sit there and, uh, finger her or, rub her clit instead of instead of using a vibrator but i think like mm-hmm. thinking seeing it as emasculating like i don't what 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 what's so is okay first of all your penis cannot okay this is all because you are in the you believe that you okay, are good at off, producing orgasms off, from piv stop, sex. stop using the you pronoun. I said I can imagine feeling emasculated by a vibrator. Okay. I can imagine one, not not myself. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Uh, so that potentially yourself, that- but but not myself. So let me yeah, let me describe the the world that I live in and why it, I don't see it that way. Okay. Uh, in my world, you can't uh, imagine someone being emasculated by a vibrator. No, I can imagine. I can imagine them. I just think they're wrong. Okay. Um, I can imagine all kinds of things. I can imagine right. like somebody going. Deliver and, us. I can imagine. Deliver us yeah. the sermon. Right. So, so the uh, the <laughs> the <laughs> in my world, uh, female orgasms come from um, clitoral stimulation, not PIV. Oh, and wow. so, uh, for the most part, <laughs> I mean, almost, almost completely, almost uniformly, yes, like women don't course, masturbate through penetration, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yes. so, so basically the way I look at it is it's like, look, like basically the thing the woman wants done to her to get to orgasm doesn't involve your dick. Like mm-hmm. that's the problem. And so 
when you say it's when somebody says, not you, when one says that uh, the vibrator is emasculating, I think to myself, okay, are they talking about it in its penetrative capacity, like the the porno we watched at the beginning here with, with the gigantic schlong, which is yeah, you know, that could be viewed as emasculating. Um, it didn't or, have a motor it, in it, right? It was just no, it didn't an inanimate but, object. But, but like it's it, other than a penetrative dildo uh, vibrator, which is not typically even like the Sibian. The legendary Sibian. Oh, yeah, Sibian. We haven't not, talked about that for a while. Anyway, yeah, that thing's that thing's not really used um, with a penetrative attachment of any real note. I mean, it might have some level of penetration, but that's not the point. The point is the vibration. And so, like, the vibrator is like not. It's it, okay. When you say people find it emasculating, do you mean it emasculates them because it replaces their tongue or their fingers, or because it replaces their dick? Yeah, it's like you're saying all the right things here, which is yes. <laughs> Uh, vibration, uh, and vibration carefully applied at the right frequency and pressure on the clitoris is a pretty surefire way to bring many women orgasms. Yes. And PIV thrusting, uh, five centimeters away from the clitoris is not a good way to bring them to orgasm, but go on. Yes. But you must concede that... Some plurality, if not the vast majority of men, are confused about this topic. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yes. All right. And so that's why it's emasculating for them. Like their girlfriend or wife says, Hey, you know, can we use this thing to help me feel better that isn't your penis or anything to do with you? That can be a sort of yeah, yeah, but, like, I mean, disappointing, eye opening. But uh, yeah, I mean, the problem is like most men won't, a lot of men won't respond to that in the way that you have, which is like, look, this is just reality. Like I'm not emasculated by it. It's just how things are. I think a lot of men respond to it like this guy did, which is, what did he do? Uh, Yeah. Well, all she says is he freaks the fuck out. Um, Yeah. He's just like (laughs) expecting the woman to. I don't know, fake orgasms with him or something. I'm not sure. I mean, th- yeah, this is the exact kind of response from men that like makes women be dishonest about what gives them actual pleasure. Yeah. I mean, the, the great comedy here, of course, is that they're, so then they're being emasculated by, by uh, natural selection or um, <laughs> intelligent design, whichever I don't right. want to leave out our view, our listeners in Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which, whichever one you, whichever one you believe in, but the, the, the uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was just very fortunate. Like I, as a young young lad. Uh, I was not forced into a religion by my family. And so I was able to sort of discover these things for myself and, and, and correctly discerned that uh, none of the established religions are, are accurate in any way. And similarly, I had the great fortune of having access to enough uh, female-oriented uh, or female truth via porn, uh, but sort of not well, a certain style of porn and and sort of text that I read, uh, literatica or the like, that you know, yeah, I mean, like I just have always known that uh, it was the, the clit is where you want to go. I remember uh, my first girlfriend in high school being surprised, I guess positively when I immediately went for her clit. Uh, I, I was, let's see, she was my first girlfriend. I was not her first boyfriend. Put it that way. <laughs> so sure. She had some experience with someone else who did not go straight for her clit, and she was surprised by that. Um, but yeah, like, but yeah, sure. To the extent that like there are guys out there that feel emasculated because they have a mistaken belief about how female orgasms are brought about, that's too bad. But I would just say yeah. they're not emasculated by the vibrator. They're emasculated by God. God has right. emasculated you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what people should do if their boyfriends or partners respond in such a way because they're, yeah, their epistemology about sex is so far off base that, yeah, they need to be like reformed in so many ways before they can even have an adult conversation about, you know, this is why, this is why people should share this podcast because yeah. we're like, you know, unlike a uh, sex with Amy or whatever, I'm sure sex with Amy is perfectly is good. Amy? We're like Michelle, Amy. Emma- no, I think it's Emily. Emily, whatever her name is. These other ones, they're fine, but they are like repeating tropes, like cultural tropes that have some validity, but we're like, we're actually like, uh, we have the full psychological nudity here. And like, if, <laughs> yeah, like we're telling the truth about like how this stuff works. And like, yeah, if you're a woman and you're like, huh, my, my boyfriend doesn't get me to orgasm or has this problem. Like, yeah, just have them listen to us for a while. 
and they'll probably become convinced. It's yeah. like, it's just the way it is. And, and also like we have female guests on who say the same thing. Like I'd love to have a female guest on who claims just constant orgasms from PIV. I'd like to have, watch her do it. Uh, mm. but that no, nobody's volunteered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you'd like to YMMV pod on Twitter, YMMV pod at gmail.com is the way to reach us. So that'll do it for episode 56 of your mileage may vary. Uh, like I said, you can find us, uh, at YMMV pod on Twitter or at YMMV pod or wait a minute <laughs> at YMMV pod on Twitter, YMMV pod at gmail.com. Like I actually practice saying those things and I still fuck it up every episode. Anyway, yeah. thanks to you, Mike. Thanks to you, our listeners. We hope you'll be back for our next episode.